what's going on guys welcome to an infinite ammo discussion for the episodic discussion for metal gear rising rising revengeance which is not a word um i'm going to be hosting this one uh i'm of course captain chaos and um i'm going to go down the line of introductions here um with us as always we have renegade operative if oh, Renegade, Renegade wants to unmute himself for like a second. Oh, I'm Renegade. I'm here. And I, I guess he won't. All the Renegade. Oh, I'm Renegade. Not as gay as uh, naked riding in a in a wind tunnel. Now that's um, the part we come out. Oh, I'm Renegade. All right, so. Next up, we have Iron Hayabusa. Yo, what's going on, people? Awesome. Um, and then, of course, next on our list is... Uh, I don't know how the fuck do you say it. Ebulian Evan. Ebulian Evan. Ebulian Evan. Ebulian. Start playing the communism song. Another made-up word, like Revengeance. It's not a made-up word. It's real. You're uneducated swine. It was a joke, fool. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, next up we have Inferno Dragon. Nano Machine, son. Yeah. Um, why the fuck does everybody choose now to message me? Um, anyways. And last but not least we have, um, Brandon. Get AIDS! Go to Africa, I'd get rather AIDS. not. Go to Wakanda, get AIDS. <laughs> get, no, it's called Ebola Chaos. Get a straight. Ebola, Sean. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, I think we should probably get started here. I'm just gonna have my Discord so, so my Discord isn't fucking going off and just have it up on the other screen. Alright, here we go. So let's get right into this document. We've got a series of questions here regarding Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Um, I'm just gonna pick a random one and then. Um, uh, we're gonna just do what we usually do, have uh, everybody give their opinion on it. Okay, so... Shit. Uh, I guess we should probably start with the first one. Um, number one, how did you initially hear about Metal Gear Rising? What got you invested into the concept of this game? Um, I just, I'll just i I'll go ahead first, since I asked the question. Um, I... Uh, I can't even remember how I found out about Metal Gear Rising. I think I saw, like, I, I heard about the game. I saw other people do playthroughs of it. Um, I played the Metal Gear series in a really weird order. Like, I started with, uh, I think I started with Metal Gear Solid 4, actually, which is, like, supposed to be the end. And I played that. And then I went to, like, some of the other games, like, 3, um... And yeah, it kind of kind of went in that weird order. So, and then I played Revengeance, um, and Revengeance was different from every other other Metal Gear game in that it's not a stealth game. Uh, it's more like a hack and slash, but it's a well, it's like a stylized hack and slash action game. Um, and I think the I I really loved the game when I first played it because I liked the way the combat system worked. Um, the whole like Zaibatsu thing that, or whatever the Zendatsu, not Zaibatsu, Zendatsu. Um, I like that about it. There, there's not really any other game that does something like that where like uh, you have these, uh, it slows down time and you can like slash everything all precise. 
Uh, I've never really seen another game do anything like that, so I I really like the idea behind it. I, I actually do remember when I first played it. I first played it as a PS3 demo, I think, um, before it even came out, and I did not get around to actually playing the full game until much, much later down the line. Uh, but I had seen people play the game, and uh, yeah, I thought it was a really great game. It's uh, Platinum Games really delivered with it, and I thought that um, combat was great. Um, it provided just the right amount of challenge and had an interesting story that could stand on its own and also be connected to the Metal Gear Solid, uh, other Metal Gear Solid games. But um, And it also kind of uh, redeemed Raiden to an extent because before this game we kind of... Well, actually, no, we did, he wasn't for her. So I guess it kind of expanded on that, that whole idea of him being a fucking ninja in 4. Uh, but as far as I remember, he was just introduced in 2, and nobody, not a lot of people liked him in 2. Um, and then in 4, he came around and was like a fucking ninja all of a sudden. Um, and then Rising just kind of expanded on that concept. So, yeah, I thought it was um, a great game just all around. Also had a really great villain that... I, I think that one of the worst parts of the game, actually, is that the main villain really isn't even uh, showed up until, like, near the end of it. Uh all the other villains are memorable, I think. That that's a good thing, but they're very their appearances are very brief and I think that's kind of a uh it's kind of a shame. But yeah, that's my overall thoughts on the game, if anybody else wants to go. I thought it was awesome. Because honestly, I, I loved Raiden from Metal Gear Solid Four. I don't want to do, like, are we allowed to do spoilers? Because I don't wanna like ruin someone's experience I think on so, because I already well, I, I didn't spoil anything. Okay, because yeah. Metal Gear Solid 4 is by far my favorite Metal Gear game, and it was freaking awesome. Besides Phantom Pain, which was on a different level. But I didn't like how he, Raiden didn't get enough um, plot. Like, enough plot to where he can be fully understood as a, his own character. But in this game, I actually liked it a lot, because he fully got an in-depth, like, backstory and everything. And I loved Raiden. He's one of my favorite characters besides Snake himself. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. Um, yeah, just like you, Chaos. I actually started from Metal Gear Solid 4, which is still probably one of my favorite Metal Gear games. That is not Ryzen. Uh, then I worked my way to the HD collection and played the first game and then this one. And I got the game. Uh, I heard about it because, you know, during the time the whole um, DMC debacle, um, this was going on at the same time, so... I managed to come around to seeing the advertisement and people throwing shots at DMC by using this game. And then I eventually got my got around to playing the um PS3 demo, which you know some people can get good at the parody system, like one individual we know, but that's another topic. So yeah, I have gotten the game like much later which was was like ten bucks, because I couldn't afford it at sixty dollars at launch. And since then, I almost platinum the game, though, but unfortunately, I can't go back to play it now. I regret not getting a platinum. Okay. Oh, I'll go next. I'll go next. Um, the way I heard about the game, I think I saw a review of it, and I liked what I saw, basically, and eventually I ended up, I ended up uh, going out and buying the game, and I loved it. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, I'm gonna agree with Chaos actually. I felt like some of the villains got no build up and such, and some of them were memorable, like Monsoon, but uh, some of them were a bit iffy and weren't really that memorable, in my opinion. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I heard about it through YouTube. And I like the concept of just slashing things a lot, because I like swords. Are you sure and you I'm like, do a lot of slashing? And I'm like, take my money. <laughs> what a weirdo. Alright. Swords are cool, it. damn it. <laughs> yeah, especially the ones you use in the game. Um, okay. So I you guess split a freaking middle gear right wide open. Okay, so if somebody wants to take the next the next question, they can. Um, uh, we I, th I think we do have the document. Of, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I have it. Yes, the next question. Okay, okay, <laughs> alright. Um, let me find one. That's a really nice one. Yeah, I got reaper number two. What is your favorite slash least favorite mechanic in this game? Ah, well, my favorite is I've actually seen multiple games that have the slow down time effect. Fallout, GTA with um the first character's ability, and some other games like that. And that's what I kind of like in those kinds of games, especially when you have to slash them up, and then once time restores back to normal, it's all instant, and it looks badass, in my opinion. My least favorite mechanic? Uh, it didn't have enough sneaking, in my opinion, to be a really good Metal Gear. It has to have a lot of sneaking to be a good Metal Gear game. Yeah. I don't know, I kind of I like that it wasn't um, a stealth game for one. Actually... Didn't the first level kind of try to get you to sneak around or something? As far as I remember, that you could, yeah, they kind of wanted you to sneak around the guards, but yeah, I think yeah, that was like tried, optional. But yet, yeah, it wasn't like completely. Like they stopped after a little bit after trying. Yeah. Yeah, there were stall sections, but it was never the main focus of the game. Not even close. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, that's what I didn't like about the game, though. Is it? It was a little bit misleading and trying to make you think you could just sneak, but eh, not really. Not enough sneak. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, all right. Who's next? Anybody can go. All right. No problem. Like, well, like, we all just unanimously agreed the least favorite part is the sneaking, or should I say, well, lack thereof. It's a yeah. hack and slash, like, what's the point of sneaking? They're just gonna make you fight more things by the ninja. end of the anyway. He's a ninja, he's supposed to be sneaky and slash. Well, too bad he's cyborg ninja, and a very loud one at that. Mm -hmm. I don't know Raiden for being quiet. <laughs> Not anymore, anyway. Especially since yeah. you can really quickly, like, sprint around the area. So, contrary to belief, contrary to popular belief, ninjas do not run with their arms behind their backs. As for, more point. as for the good mechanic, point. I'm gonna just be a cheap shot and say Ripper mode. Um, I guess, um, yeah, I would, I would definitely, uh, go with least favorite being just the, uh, <laughs> definitely uh, the sneaking, um, or the slight sneaking they make you think you can do in the game uh that I, I i i can't be entirely sure but i do remember there were segments like that um and i did not like them mostly because it was kind of shoehorned in there it felt like um but yeah i mean i think my favorite mechanic would definitely just have to i mean i'm gonna have to go with the popular opinion and that you know the main draw of the game being the 
uh, Zendatsu thing where you just hack everything to pieces and grab the, uh, uh, grab one of its fucking organs or something, just fucking destroy it's it. It's like Mortal Kombat fatalities. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, you do that multiple times in the game, but it, it just never really feels like it gets, it gets old or anything, so... Yeah, I'd have to go with that being my favorite thing about it. Or at least my favorite mechanic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's sort of the same Fine. thing you guys saying. The most favorite, cutting dudes up, taking their hearts out. Least favorite, the stealth. Although I eventually got mm -hmm. used to the stealth because I knew what an enemy pattern is, so I just like just went in, kill them, got your points, call it a day. Uh, pretty pretty much the same thing actually. Zandatsu is my favorite, and the stealth is my favorite. All right. Anybody who hasn't gone yet? Okay. Going once, going twice. Alright, so somebody can pick the uh, next question if they want. Doesn't matter which one you choose. I'll pick. How did you feel about the story of this game, especially compared to other Metal Gear Solid titles? Hmm. Well, that's a pretty easy one. It is not as big, it is not as serious, and it is not as Jesus Christ heavy on the themes. Yeah. You, ha you have villains, you have an objective, you go there, you slash things, you find out a couple of things here and there, you see some returning characters right here, and by the end of it all, you rip up a guy's heart out because nanomachines. <laughs> and, you know, I tell you all, this isn't my sword. We don't have anything about, like, you know, digital control or... War is this and censorship. that government censorship or the S3 plan or good god Metal Gear Solid 2 story is gah! Metal Gear Solid 2 story from everything I heard about it sounds like it was too ambitious for its own good. It was trying to be 1984 but with sneaking sections. Yeah. It was a mind fuck. It was a mind fuck. Oh, that is the best way to describe it. Actually, no, I'm not gonna lie. And damn it, Ren, I see that. And don't even get me started on Metal Gear Solid 4, the greatest movie of our time. <laughs> the Patriots. Metal Gear. Um, War is hell. I guess I'll go ahead with how I felt about the story. I, the story was like, it, it was like the game itself, it was a good uh, break from everything we're used to with Metal Gear. Uh, the story, instead of being like uh taking taking itself real seriously like metal gear at least at some point doesn't take itself all that seriously but you know what i mean for the most part taking itself really seriously it it, it kind of uh it was it was much more straightforward it didn't really give a fuck in terms of things really making sense it just kind of you know and, and i think it was better for it. it it didn't really try to uh shoehorn it you know or just put a ton of political messages or anything in there it was just you know you're you're trying to get or you know you're going after this guy you know it, it's it's not really uh it's not really anything other than um it's 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 not convoluted in any way it's just it's very straightforward so i think that's that's the best part about it um but yeah, it's, um, I mean, a lot of people do like Metal Gear for that's, um, political commentary or just social commentary stuff, but I, th I think that Metal Gear Rising was, uh, it, while it did have some of that in there, it wasn't, like, overbearing, and it, um, it was just fine for what it, you know, what it was, it, it's, uh, 
story wasn't trying to be like really epic or much more than that. So I, I think that's where some, I, I think in, in particular, like Metal Gear Solid 2 and and 5, in my from what I played at 5, it, it just tried way too hard to be much more than, um, it just, it just tried to be way too much at once. Um, but Metal Gear Rising just didn't really feel that way, which was fine. So I like the story. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with that actually. I thought it was fine. It got the job done, you know, it gave you an objective. It gave you pretty much everything you needed, you know. You have a reason to go this there this there anywhere. Um you have a reason to take these guys down, etc. It got the job done and it was good enough for me and my uh what story as far as story is concerned, I wish it was just longer. I they could have I think they could have you know, like pan out the game a little bit more because it was tappy too short, even for a story as well. Yeah, I'm, if there is one thing I would comment on in that sense is that the I, the point that I brought up earlier about the villains being a little bit like not getting a lot of screen time, I feel like it, it, the game could have benefited from maybe um, developing them a little bit more. Um, they were memorable because of their abilities and because of just their general appearance and their the way they acted, but um, there are some of them that really just got shafted in terms of any sort of character development or anything like that. Um, they were there, and then they were gone, like, really quick. So, I felt like, you know, if, if the game were longer, it could have definitely benefited from that. I guess it's just a detriment of the game being too short. And they could have used some extra, they could have padded out the game a little bit by giving more of the villains some backstory and stuff. Yeah. Anybody else have any opinions on about the story? No. Nope. All good. I think we can move on. All right. Um, as uh, who who hasn't uh, asked question yet? Brandon, you want to go? go next. Oh uh, well, fuck it. I'll go. Uh, we just read from any any order. Right? Yeah, just any of them. Uh, Ren, could okay. you mark out some of the ones we've done already? I don't think I have the ability to do that on here. We did, uh, 13, one, uh, what else did we do? I think we did one regarding the story. 12. 12. 12. 12, 13, and 1. Yeah. Uh, just mark through those. I'm uh, gonna choose a random number and someone asked the question. I choose number 4. Well, I was gonna pick number 4, actually, but... <laughs> Uh, okay, what is your favorite favorite and least favorite weapon or ability in American Solid Horizon? I'm sorry, Metal Gear Horizon. Uh, okay, well, my favorite was definitely going to be Samsor, because that weapon is so overpowered, it's godly. As far as my least favorite, uh, da, 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 I will say Monsoon's um, electromagnetic side, because I never use it as much personally, because I never find use for it. And, um, I never find a no, it's not for combo potential, it wasn't for me, which is why I used the other weapons over that one. Hmm. I'm trying to remember the weapons in that game, but... Foxblade. I remember, opinion. like, don't you get one from the the uh, the woman you fight the... I think she was the first boss. Um, yeah, Mistral's on M set. Mistral, yeah. I don't... I think you get one from her. I remember yeah, not really caring weapon. for that. You do. It was actually a really good weapon, though. Was it? Uh, I I don't think I ever used it. 
Well, I have two main weapons, in my opinion, to be the best. Uh, for regular guards and in revengeance mode, it would be the fox blade because you can just slice through them like oh, butter with that. Yeah, right. I think I do remember that. I I remember you could get different costumes too, can you? Like, cause I, I well, think I... all you do is um the best way to do it is just you do ninja run plus square them. But for bosses, my choice would be for that weapon would be the Muramasa because it is so much stronger. It's so OP. I think I might have used that, actually. That sounds familiar. Um, I know, like, I wore, like, the gray fox costume when I like, unlocked it, and I used, like, I, I might have been Muramasa. I'm not sure. Um, but I think it was, like, a late-game weapon. Yeah, the Muramasa is the red weapon. I think it's Murasama, and I think that's Sam's weapon. Yeah, I might have. I think I might have used Sam's weapon. I don't know about my least favorite though. Um, I can't remember the weapons I used in that game. My, my least favorite would probably be the long sword. I don't think it's that strong at all. The long sword, uh, the high frequency long sword. Oh, oh right, sword. that one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm sorry, good image. It was basically a little less than the basic blade you would first get. I'll go. Uh, my favorite weapon was Sam's sword, pretty much. My least favorite, pretty much every other one, because I didn't use <laughs> anything else. I didn't. I didn't like any of the combos for the other ones, so I just stuck with the sword. Yeah, I think but for a lot of the game, I, I might have stuck with like the standard, the the base uh, weapon. I know I did customize it later, but yeah, like in, for the most part, I stuck with like the uh, base sword. Yeah, because I didn't like, um, I didn't like that uh, Sundowner's weapon was too small. The sides were useless, in my opinion. And Mistral, I the sword was better. The sword had combos that I liked way more. I just stuck with the sword. Yeah, for okay. Mistral, I just use it in tandem with the um um Marasama HR sword. Just um, most of the time I stuck with the Marasama sword, <laughs> to be honest. All right, so I think we pretty much answered that question. Um, I think the general consensus is Sam's sword. Yeah, and uh, whatever is not Sam's sword uh, can go inside the trash can. Basically, um. All right, so I guess I'll, um, I guess I'll probably ask this question. Uh, number six, how do you feel about the quality of music orchestrated in this game? And this is the question I really wanted to get to because I fucking love this game's music. Um, yes, I think this is uh, this is one of the most memorable games I've played, mostly because of the music. Well, not mostly, but like for a big reason for uh for the game being memorable is just because of the uh, choice of music uh because each boss has their own uh unique theme and then every time you uh you like you alert an enemy or you fight an enemy you get like rules of nature or something uh like almost all these songs are are like recognizable by most people who've played the game and even some people who haven't even played the game know it just because it's become like a like especially the rules of nature thing has like become a meme so people know what it is um but i think the music is fucking amazing um it's it's some of the best i've heard for uh for a video game and it's really fitting makes you feel like a total badass and it makes the fights just so much more exhilarating 
uh, because you just have this speed metal playing in the background while you're hacking up dudes, and it's it's just fucking amazing. Uh, I I love the music in this game, so I'm I don't know that that's my opinion on it. I I think I think all the songs are good. I don't think I dislike any of it. Um, I think the only thing about it, it um, the music is that maybe somebody that doesn't really care for that type of music might not um um might not care for it, but. As far as I know, most people who've played the game really like the music, so yeah, I, I don't know. That, that's my opinion on it, though. I agree with that. I thought the soundtrack was uh, really good. It fits a lot of the, I guess, the tone. I guess. It also like I also want to point something out when uh, in regards to what Ren said is that it kind of seems like it syncs up to like certain. Um, uh like uh if you're in a certain phase in a boss fight uh first you just hear like the instrumental version of the song and then when you get further on in a boss fight it actually the, the lyrics come in and i think that's yeah. like uh i like how it kind of like uh it, it does that like it feels like it's a organic part of the boss fight yeah it syncs yeah. up based on your action on the boss like beginning instrumental metal it begins to heavy on heavy on instruments then end yeah. the lyrics yeah, the lyrics. Yeah, because uh, like for example, with the uh, with the Metal Gear Ray at the beginning of the game, once you do the button prompt to like once it has once it's at zero point one life, and you do the button prompt, the lyrics will start kicking in. Yeah, it's pretty Which rude. I like that touch. I like yeah. that touch to be honest. Okay. Ten out of ten would buy again. <laughs> Sorry, but when I was listening to something like Rules of Nature, like uh, Collective Consciousness, Only Thing I Know for Real, or uh, fucking hell, what's the one for uh, uh, It Has to Be This Way? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just like, yeah, I definitely put this on Hyper Blast on my speakers and just let my let, let the uh, residents shake and the neighborhood earthquake. Sorry, y'all just blasting some good MGR music. Well, you know what? I'm Deal with it. After this podcast is over, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. The music is so damn good, though. I can't get enough of it. Way ahead of you. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, if anything, MGR should have won um, Music of the Year. As far as uh, like video game awards or whatever. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Oh, it's a top contender any year. True. <laughs> okay, so we mostly uh, answered that question. I'm guessing so. Okay, um, so next question, if somebody wants to uh, um, choose from the document. Please choose seven. Please choose seven. I'll pick, and uh, right. I'll choose seven. Yeah. Just for Brandon. Just for Brandon. <laughs> uh, I'll read it off, I guess. How do you feel about how Metal Gear Rising handled playing defensively in this game, like the ferry system requiring two specific commands, square plus left stick in the direction of the attack, where wants to go first? I guess I'll go. Actually, um, uh, also, can you like add on to that with number eight? If you feel like reading that all? All right, I'll, re I'll read number eight as well. 
To add on to that, Angry Joe believed you were near invincible on normal difficulty just from routine blocking, so Konami made the parry window shorter across the board with every difficulty, as a result from a new patch. What are your thoughts on that update and Joe's opinion? Are we going to uh, answer? Right, I think we should answer number seven first, and then uh, we'll do number eight. It's like a two-parter at this point. All right. Yeah. Um, I'll go with number... I'll, I'll answer numbers i'll answer this first um so in regards to number seven i i i liked the idea of a um of, of square and left stick i think it's it's uh fairly unique like I, i've never really seen a game do something i mean it's the same with the zenzatsu Zenzats, um i thought it was fairly original the way the game i handled parry um because like um I, I know that you needed to base it like they would have certain bosses that you know you would need to use a move quite often like uh the, the game would kind of try to get you teach you these moves uh with some of the bosses like for example with parry it would it'd be like monsoon because uh, monsoon comes at you from all these different directions uh and you have to parry him every time so it really the game really like uh nails into your head how the parry works and I, I, I like the parry. I think that, you know, like, because when Monsoon attacks you, you need to time the parry just right so you can parry the attack. And, you know, like, I, I, I like that about that fight and how it really uh, taught you how to parry. Um, so I thought the parry system was uh, was pretty great. Um, what was it? Seven? Okay, so... Uh, Angry Joe. Or Angry Jose. Um, Hit Pablo. I don't know about normal difficulty, honestly. I, I can't really speak on that because I haven't... I don't think I played on normal. I think I played on hard. Or something. Oh, try hard. Yeah, oh, I, I always play the game. Oh, I'm not... Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm not... I don't remember if I played on hard. I think I probably... I probably played on hard because I know I play, like, almost every game on hard. Um... Oh, this is Trider over here and then I got all big and bad. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah. Konami made the parry window shorter... I I don't know about this new patch though. Like I I don't I feel like I can't really answer that because I don't know if I played the new patch. Okay. Um. Well, let me tell you like this. Um. Like before the like when the game came out though, uh, the parry system was actually a lot lot less strict. The reason yeah. why um they changed it in a later patch because of Angry Joe's um mention about it um in his review saying how That's... I think um what how OP it was. That's pretty ridiculous that one reviewer can cause that to happen or just uh, influence the developer to create an update where they do that. Maybe you should rant about that's fine. That's really weird to me that Konami listens to Angry Joe out of all people about anything. I'm more surprised Konami actually listened to someone else. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> shocking to me, actually. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know uh it it sounds I mean if it ain't broke don't fix it I don't really see the point of that um I think Joe is just I mean I I don't know I mean if that's his opinion that's fine I just don't know why the hell it it would I mean maybe he unless he went like directly to Konami and is like hey look you need to change this you know uh uh, but if he just said an interview and for some reason Konami got wind of it and decided, oh, hey, well, we better change it to, to cater to this guy, uh, this one guy that doesn't like it, or whatever the fuck, um, yeah, I, I don't really agree with that. 
I mean, because I don't really know if there was anybody else complaining about it. I mean, unless there's a ton of people complaining about it, in which I doubt it. I heard no one complain about the parody. Yeah, it no sounds whatsoever. really ridiculous to change it based on the complaints of like a, a minority or even just one fucking person in this case, which is of an of an angry Mexican. Yeah, I mean, even the I, I mean, I know the reason probably must be is because you know of the following he has, but it's like I said, it still is just one person complaining. So, uh, yeah, it baffles the fuck out of me. So I I don't know. Um, I don't know, but I mean, at least when I played it, I didn't really have any issues with it, so, I don't know. I didn't definitely notice it when you finally get Monsoon, because beforehand, though, Monsoon was actually relatively, so it was much more smoother to, um, parry him. Now, the parry system is so strict to a point where you are almost guaranteed to get hit, even if you know you tapped the button on time. That's how bad it's gotten. So Joe is arguing for artificial difficulty then, because the game was not was fine before, but now we have to artificially inflate the difficulty to make it hard, and make it seem hard. So yeah, going for no damage, you gotta play the game on patch at that point. Uh, sounds like bullshit. Or he or Joe could just I don't know play it on. <laughs> yeah. If he really if he really wants to freaking stop playing like, you know, games on his... normal like a fucking normie. If he really wants to get his ass kicked over the border, he should probably play Revengeance difficulty. Oh, he won't do that. <laughs> he should... Yeah, he no. Should... He should live stream that. I'd be there. <laughs> throw noise and live streaming him throwing his controller across the room. R R Rages in his <laughs> uh, Imagine Joel pulling Rage and Storm. Angry Alejandro. That should be the best. <laughs> Damn it, Jose! You you ruined it for us all. And Rage Enrique. All right. Let's give him a case to read Make it all better. <laughs> all right. Enough of this. Uh, I'm gonna answer the seven and eight. So, um, with the parry system, I felt it worked really well. Uh, it was simple enough to where you know you weren't forgetting it easily, and not to mention the boss fights like this one soon helped you learn it. Um. Uh, the one, the only like minor complaints I have with it, sometimes it wouldn't come off with me, like it wouldn't come out at all, even when I was, I was sure that I had done it. I know uh, that that only happened every once in a while though, so it didn't affect me too much. Um, and every time it happened, I wasn't near death, so it didn't, I didn't really care. Uh, but to, but when it comes to Angry Joe and the whole Konami thing. Uh, the update wasn't necessary. I think Joe's full of shit. I didn't really find that you were near invincible. I still got hit plenty of times. Still died a couple times too in my first playthrough. So I don't know. That's just what I think. All right. Does anybody else not answer the question yet? Well, anyhow, it just—I mean, it works fine. So, like, yeah. It works fine. It's easily accessible. I mean, it's not hard to press square and then the left stick. I mean, you're already pressing buttons like mad anyway. Yeah, yeah and, I'm pretty much not gonna agree with and, that. And as for Angry Joe, like, hey, dude, if you really think you're invincible on normal difficulty, then uh, how about you uh, play on hard mode? You, you ever think of that, Boyo? Normal for the normies. You see, difficulty selection. Difficulty selection is a thing, you know. They're made so that way 
you know, developers can kick your ass in one end, but actually make it playable for some people who just cannot play games for the life of them on the other end. So, uh, they, they made those for a reason. So if you really want to artificially inflate it with your goddamn just, your just refusal to actually challenge yourself, then, yeah, get good. <laughs> challenge himself. That's he challenges, just how it works, man. He challenges himself to get over to the uh, the McDonald's on time. Like, like seriously, dude. If you think it's if you think it's too easy, then just race the goddamn difficulty. We have difficulty selects for a reason. Oh yeah, chaos, not McDonald's, Taco Bell. No, yeah, Taco, Taco Bell. <laughs> like no challenge there. Authentic Mexican food. Like plain and simple, just race the damn difficulty. Yeah, I don't know why that's hard. Uh, I mean, hell, instead of uh, raising the difficulty, maybe I'll just complain to a developer and they'll artificially inflate the difficulty in the next patch. You should play Ninja Gaiden. I'd love to see him play. Yeah, that. let's let's have them artificially inflate the difficulty for Ninja Gaiden. Which one, does hey. 3D or NES? <laughs> either. I'm yeah. either NES games because I know more about them. Yeah, Ren, you got a point on that one. Either either one just kicks your ass. Ninja Guy 1 2 is easy for me, for the most part. I hear, but like, I 2 is, like, either way too easy or too hard, like, uh, depending on the difficulty you choose. Ninja Guy 2, 360 or NES? 360. Yeah, that's depending on difficulty. Master Ninja that's is the one I have. Master Ninja is a pain in the ass. The mess in ninja is like you might as well just put put a gun to your face. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Suicide Renegade simulator. Three on the NES is the only one I haven't beaten Renegade. I will beat it at some point. Don't That's worry. okay. Ironically, <laughs> um, ninjas do blow themselves up in Ninja Gaiden, so you're not wrong on Suicide Simulator. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I think I do remember that. Um, okay, so we should probably move on. Uh. Okay, who should take the Inferno? Do you want to take a question? I don't think you're taking one. Yeah, I'm looking. And actually, actually, just good, good topic because number eleven. What are your thoughts on the difficulty levels of Metal Gear Rising? Did you oh. believe it was balanced enough or unfair? As well as they kept going, they kept well the curve to what it really was. I mean, you have. You have your normals, which is a. It's 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 fine. And you got hard. Better you better actually be good at the game. And revengeance. I hope you know how to dodge, or parry, or anything. Just don't get hit. <laughs> it, revengeance is basically just. Have you mastered the game? No. Fair to suffer. You picked this. You did this upon yourself. There's no any really anything unfair on something called the hardest difficulty. I mean, again, it's up, honestly, it's up to you. You're asking for the challenge at that point. Yeah. There's, it, it, can't, it can't really be unfair if you pick the hardest difficulty. Because at that point, you're just asking for it if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I think the difficulty was fine. Um, I yeah. never had any problems with it. I think it was... Uh, there's definitely a difficulty spike near the end, but that's expected. Um, like, I I thought it was just the right amount of challenging, so I don't know where, where fucking Jose here is coming from 
Uh, I, I felt like everything was fine in terms of difficulty, but yeah, if I played it in Revengeance, I'd probably get my ass handed to me if played if I played it in Revengeance mode. Um, because I don't know if I've totally mastered the game, but yeah. Um, I mean, it is like you said, the hardest difficulty. So I'd say everything is mostly fair in that game. It's just uh, ex expect the challenge if you want to play it on the harder difficulties which, you know, is how games should be, so... Now, if you, now if you were taking one-shot one hits in, like, say, normal, then we'd have a problem, but that's not the case. Yeah. Imagine that crap. It'd be is like... Devil May Cry 3? Yeah, I was about to say, like, PS2 Devil May Cry 3. Okay. Alright, so we'll move on to the next question. Okay. Hold up, I got a good question. Hold up. What was your first reaction when you saw Senator Armstrong, number 14, be brutally honest? Oh, boy. Uh, okay. When you first see... <laughs> oh, man. It was so funny. It, like, if you put up a picture of him before you, you actually see the rest of his body, he looks like a normal, like, chubby businessman. But then once he actually gets ready for a fight, he turns into... Like a WWE fighter <laughs> could have gone pro. Like he's ready to rumble. He looks like a version. He looks like he could be a skin for Doomfist in Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> shit. Uh, I remember I spoiled myself as to uh, Senator Armstrong before I beat the game, just because like uh, I think I watched a video about or like playthrough of it. And yeah, um, so, so when he showed up, I wasn't too surprised, but yeah, I, I, I do, I can't, I will say I love Senator Armstrong's character just because he's just so, like, he's so completely over the top ridiculous, and it just feels, it, it really does feel fitting for the game because the game itself is completely over the top and ridiculous. Um, so Senator Armstrong is just like the icing on the cake almost. Like, he shows up, and he's just this... He's, he's like, your typical politician, you know, like, he's... Metal Gear Solid has always had, like, you know, these politic these politicians and everything, but he's different in that he's completely fucking roided up, and and his, the reason for it is because he played college football, and or, or just nano machines, too. But still, that <laughs> it's just... He's the most ridiculous character, and I, I just wish... That he's just one of those villains that did not get hardly any fucking development or anything at all because uh, he just shows up at the end and he's there and you fight him and yeah and that's it um i think he does get more screen time in like the dlc but in the main game it's like he's he's barely there so it's just such a shame uh just see that they're gonna make a prequel of this prequel just for yes, Armstrong. yeah <laughs> because he's just he's yeah. just such a great character i would i would definitely like to see more of him well, speaking of seeing more of him, I'm gonna show you an image. Oh yeah, and he's also a meme too. So there's that. There you there go. go. There you <laughs> go. No. So, wait. So wait. Is, is he part of the Ginyu Force now? Yes. Tokusenkai Ginyu Force rules. Don't fuck with this senator. Oh man, that was amazing. Next question. Uh. Does anybody else have any opinions on uh, 
I'm showing you. Ah, uh, he's a cuck. So I mean, he's, he's a cuck. <laughs> okay, straight into he that. He seems like wow. the exact opposite of that, though. Look, 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 look. Right. Chaos. He's a cuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, another All right. one. We have like about five, six questions left. Let's just go straight to the last one to close out this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, straight to the last. Actually. One. <laughs> Well, let's do number two, because number two is a fucking long question. Let's get that out of the way. Alright. Are you familiar with the history of Metal Gear Solid Rising? Hideo Kojima originally planned for this game to be a prequel to Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, that had Raiden saving Sonny, showing him why he automated himself in the first place. Okay, so yes, that is my favorite game, Metal Gear Solid 4, my favorite Metal Gear game. Because I loved it when he was able to stop an entire fucking ship that is like all with just him planting his sword down and acting as that tiny little barricade which was one of the most badass like video shots ever i guess it would make sense that it's a prequel considering he's a ninja in both of those games um it's a story i would have liked to see it was great by the way yeah there is a second part to it um i was I'll just read that. But, uh, this concept focused on the same cut what, what, you, what you will mechanic at a much slower pace, 30 frames a second. Uh, human enemies were also going to be planned, as well as destructive environments to hurt cyborgs and humans. Kojima Productions eventually couldn't finish the game without Kojima's influence. Uh, what do you think of Metal Gear Rising, and do you think some of the scrapped elements should have carried over? Uh, especially the huge storyline change from a prequel to a sequel to Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, I I can under like I said earlier I can understand the prequel aspect of it considering that Raiden was a ninja type character in both of those games, uh. But I think it works as a sequel too. Um, I think a prequel would have been okay because it it did seem like they were trying to explain some of the elements of four, um, that didn't seem to make sense when you first played the game or just some things didn't really add up. So I I think that was um. I don't know. I mean, I I think it could could have worked as a prequel, but I mean, it being a sequel works too. Considering uh, the story, for the most part, like I've said before, it seems it's it's mostly a spinoff game. Um, you don't really have to play it. Uh, it it makes references to some of the events of Metal Gear, but it doesn't really uh, have any, as far as I'm concerned, like any real major connection to the uh, to like the Metal Gear Solid games, aside from you know just being Raiden. Uh, fighting these dudes and I mean that's aside from that there's really not much else as far as I remember so I, I think it works fine the way it is right now I th- I think that the decision they eventually made to turn the game into what it is was probably for the best so I mean what it's it's always interesting to theorize as what as to what a game could have been uh, but I think that you know what we have now is perfectly fine I think it's a great game so I think that um the scrap concepts, you know, it's a shame they couldn't have made made their way into the game, but uh, the way it all came together in the end, it worked out for the best, so it's a shame they couldn't have been included, but I think that the game, the way the game is now is fine. I think maybe if they ever wanted in the future, uh, wishful thinking, if they ever made a sequel, then some of those concepts maybe could be carried over. So, that's my opinion on it. Um, to get my thoughts on it, nothing wrong with it being a prequel if they actually went that route. My problem was is the design of the character of writing himself. 
if this was going to be a prequel, then why does he look far more bulkier and stronger than he does in American Solid 4? Yeah. Yeah, so my problem was was concept designs of writing. That uh, designs of him being was so that d- was he faster. like maybe uh, was his character? Because I know I've seen some of the early like development footage for the early builds of the game. Uh, was it because they changed his character model significantly after they? Yeah, the, what you see in Rising right now, what um, Revengeance was going to be used in America um, Solid Rising. But the problem yeah. is that um, it's a prequel to Four, and at Four, he's nowhere near as strong as he is in Rising. I mean, revengeance. So, how are they going to correlate that though? So, design-wise, for writing, it does not make sense for it to be a prequel. So, ultimately, it was a smart move to scrap it and make it as a sequel. So, they would need to scale back writing as a character and his strength level as a character and um design to fit what he was in four. I mean, there could have been scrap story elements to maybe explain why he looks different. Um... But not, yeah, not I mean, to mention the whole Sunny Rescue, which we never really get an explanation about. Yeah, there, there are like all. like I said, there are some things in four that are kind of just there are certain plot points that you feel like something should have happened before uh, Metal Gear Solid Four that just are kind of left up in the air. Um, so a prequel of sorts would have been good, yeah, I think. But I, I think I also think it's something we can easily do without. So I don't know. Yeah, it, it being prequel part would have been um fine. Just designs and concepts didn't make sense as far as uh, it being a prequel. That's that was the main problem. Yeah. But um, they could have just easily um like they could have done like explanations like how did he um save Sunny, how he became a cyborg, and this and that. You know, that would have been perfect as a prequel story. But unfortunately, we'll never see it due to you know what's going on now. Well. Uh. Uh, does anybody else have any opinions? I I just would have liked if they had carried over um, the whole cut, what you will. I think that would have been nice. Oh yeah, right. The destruct. Yeah, I, I didn't even mention. Um, I I like the idea the ideas of the destructible environments, but I um I don't know if there's a reason they couldn't have kept that. But uh, I think I mean like um the 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 main game mechanic of just cutting everything up is in and of itself is is fairly unique and i think it's fine um i don't know how they would have implemented the destruct the destruction mechanic uh but i i don't know i mean i i just i'm not sure if it really would have benefited the game much to uh, have that in there so i mean it would have been it would have been interesting to have but you know, it, it's it's fine if they don't have it. I, I don't really. Uh, I mean, if maybe uh, like like I said, if if they ever do a potential sequel or any sort of follow up to the game, that's something they could maybe consider for the sequel. But I just don't know if they will, no, especially since we don't know if they ever will do a sequel. It's modern Konami. I don't expect really much. Yeah, more this at is. All. You, we also have to take into consideration that who owns the uh, the Metal Gear license and all that so yeah it's, it's unfortunate that it's pretty much held hostage over there that they're, they're freaking kojima collect. wouldn't have any sort of creative control over any future iterations of rising and it would um it would mostly just fall to platinum games to uh try to handle most of most of it and uh mm-hmm. konami for whatever involvement they have <sighs> oh, konami oh yeah right we have survive <laughs> 
Alright, Chaos, your favorite game, right? Everybody's excited did, for that game. Did you mean garbage? Yep. Garbage with PS2 I textures. I don't know what you're talking about. The game of the year? You're all. This is how you don't use the Fox engine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Reference. Okay, so uh, let's move on to the next question. If we're done here. Alright. Um. Uh, okay, so I guess I'll choose the next one. Um, uh, how how do you feel about the number nine? How do you feel about the DLC content for MGR and the BR missions? Um, I can't even Bro. say anything about this because I haven't played the DLC. So I've seen um reviews and some playthroughs of it. They're all right. No, not much good. Not much bad to say about either way. Yeah, real quick though. Um. I didn't mind him too much though, but I honestly did not enjoy playing as Sam. Uh, I feel like they could have done more to refine him as a character, playable character. For me, he felt like a more limited writing without any of the special gadgets and whatnot. And plus, um, him able to charge up his weapon is cool and all, but um, sometimes you don't get the breathing room to actually do that. Not only that though, he felt too stealth as a move as a character. And sorry if you hear that background noise. But um yeah, I did not enjoy playing Sam as much as I would like to. As for um what's it called? The wolf? Blade his wolf. name slits me. Blade Wolf. Yeah, Blade Wolf. I actually did enjoy playing his campaign because I actually I was actually forced to do stealth because combat was not his strong suit. So he was actually the best at stealth out of everybody else in the game. So hit him playing Sam <laughs> was actually pretty fun as far as stealth elements are concerned. And now for the VR missions, uh, I never played them because VR is eight. But um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Uh, in terms of DLC, I never played it, but I have played some of the VR missions. VR missions were basically <coughs> like, at least from my experience, try and fill this like general quota to try and get a rank. So. I remember one was a race, another was uh, trying to kill a certain amount of enemies in like under 20 seconds or something like that, so. Yeah, they were just sort of little generic things like that. Nothing too special in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about picking up the DLC eventually, but I just never really got around free, to it. Besides the VR missions, the story missions are free. Hmm. Alright. Um. I don't know if that's, I guess, uh, if anybody else wants to go, move on to the next question. I barely touched a DLC, so I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, Alright, so... Fuck. Uh, anybody want to take the next question? We've, uh, we've only got, I think, a few more here. Uh, yeah, I can um, go on with user number 10. <laughs> What is your favorite slash least favorite unlockable in the game? Like, for example, skins, molds, secrets, items, etc., etc. You know, the usual shit. Sombrero. Yeah. That's the, I think that's the mariachi skin, mariachi skin or something. Yeah. It's Mariachi. Yeah, for me, it was definitely that, or the tuxedo, or the Desperado skin, you know, the red and black riding skin. I like the word that a lot. I also like Gray Fox. I use Gray Fox too. Make you look like a cyborg ninja. You know what he already is. Yep. 
Adios, amigos. <laughs> oh, I, I just put the as for least favorite, I really don't know. I can't. I can't think of anything. Yeah, there wasn't anything too bad. The alternate skins are definitely my favorite. You know, seeing the picture of that suit outfit makes him look like that. Uh, what was that guy's name from the Twisted Metal series? Uh, what? Oh, Eclipso. Wait, who are you talking about? Eclipso, right? Yeah, that. Yeah, him. Just oh, look, look at this outfit. Yeah, it just <laughs> looks like him. It does look like him. As for the some, as for the sombrero, well, like you can't beat that. And Victor makes it look like he's going to a goddamn bullfight. I remember I just ran around with the sombrero, cutting up people. Just, just, just have that in in the in the last cutscene before the fight with Armstrong. <laughs> Let's yeah. dance, amigo. Two guys in tuxedos, though. You know that's my favorite scenario. He, sh he should just be speaking Spanish the entirety of wearing that outfit. Oh, that would have been freaking <laughs> hilarious. That would have been awesome, in my opinion. Oh, oh that's how the dub to Spanish in Yeah, way. no, I was about to say change the dub to Spanish. <laughs> change the dub to Spanish, wear the outfit. Perfect. <laughs> Freaking have you an SAP like, text on the bottom too, just for effect. <coughs> Alright. Oh, yeah, you can't forget about the infinite wig. <laughs> the infinite wig. <laughs> Infinite supply of fuel cell energy broken. I use it unironically. I don't. Zandatsu forever. Zandatsu mm. forever, man. There'll be nothing left. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> True that. He right. He right. Yeah, he right. That's right. All right. <laughs> so has everybody answered that question? Yeah. Uh, Let's just move Please on. Up. I'll do no. I'll do the next yeah. one. Um, number three. Uh, to add on to the last question, what are your thoughts on how Platinum Games handled this experience when Kojima ultimately let them take on the project? Um, uh, I think they fucking nailed it. Um, ten out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I. I yeah. think the like I've already given given my overall opinion of the game and uh, its uh, combat mechanics. I, I think Platinum. I, I mean, uh, I think you know most of what they do, they they seem to be uh, pretty fucking great. Uh, so I mean, this is really no exception. Uh, it, it just has really great combat mechanics, and it's just really fun. And that's usually what you can expect from Platinum. So I think they really delivered in that regard. Uh, I'm gonna agree uh, with that. I think. I guess is that really all that needs to be said about that? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we can yeah, all agree they freaking yeah. nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess we can. Uh, fuck. Uh, somebody want to take another question? We don't have that um, much. Uh, number five. What are some of your favorite oh, and least favorite boss fights in this game? Explain why. Favorite Senator Armstrong? Yeah. There's like no bad bosses though, in my opinion. I'm definitely gonna have to go with Armstrong. Um, either Armstrong or, or Jetstream Sam. I was about to say, like, was I mean, yeah, with Sam, you got a freaking clash in the desert with motorcycles between two swordsmen, nothing more, nothing less. And with Armstrong, well... You're fighting Hulk, just, basically. You're fighting the Hulk 
with a with a cool sword you're freaking throwing him into a bunch of rubble and he still comes out of it he like and he throws said rubble at you and you cut it like it's butter um butter like <laughs> butter you know, the freak the freaking button prompts in that fight are so goddamn flashy i love it least favorite i'm trying to think of my least favorite here uh i don't really think there is one to be honest uh, uh, i don't i don't know I really um good. i feel like um i feel like monsoon might be annoying b before you really get the hang of uh parrying him um like if you first start when you first start fighting him and you're like uh because you're not really familiar with uh what he's going to do and he's just going to come out and come at you every time uh once you figure that out it's it's not too bad but like when you first start fighting him it's like uh you kind of got to got to realize that's what he's, he's going to do because if you don't and you're going to have a bad time so i don't know i guess i'll go with that Uh, yeah, I remember not caring too much for Sundowner at first. I don't really remember too much about his boss fight, though. Oh, Sundowner is, like, so easy, man. It's not very funny. Just cut his shields out. Yeah, yeah once you figure out, you just gotta cut his shields. It's not, like, I mean, the same thing with Monsoon. Like, um, it, at first it seemed annoying, but then when you figure out, like, the, the gimmick behind it or whatever, then it's like, oh. So then it's not really that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess if there was one bad boss fight, I think it'd be Sundowner. He's kind of annoying and just boring sometimes. I wouldn't call him one... bad either, but still, though, he's part of the weakest one there. Definitely. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I meant. Because I, I don't think this game has terrible boss fights. Most of them are really good. It's just Sundowner is a bit boring and, as Renegade said, gimmicky. Because it wasn't, it wasn't really that fun to me, in my opinion. It's just go oh, chuck on the shield and then hit him. That's it. Yeah. All right. Um, does anybody else have any opinions about this? Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh. All right. Uh, somebody else wanted to take another question on the document. I don't think. I think we only have two more questions to go. So yeah, we've only got fifteen and sixteen. I think. Yeah. Somebody want to take either one of those? Going once well, Renegade, more. do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Someone should take 15. Someone read it off. Oh, oh, oh totally, guys. I totally okay, want to take I'm going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you personally want... I'm sorry. What do you personally want if they um, ever made a sequel to Metal Gear Rising? I kind of answered uh, some, uh, some of this. Um, I said I would want, I mean, because I did say I'd want them to use some of the unused concepts for the uh, uh, the initial build of MGR. Um, be solid, rising. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, honestly, because, like, the first game has, um, I don't, I mean, because it, it's just, uh, it's not entirely conclusive, obviously. There's still some stuff they could do, but it feels like, there's so much that just kind of gets wrapped up in that, and I don't know. Um, I the only thing I could assume is they would have they would just introduce new enemies. Um, but it's it's hard. It's all it would be really hard for them to like uh, live up to uh, some of the characters in in Rise in the first Rising. I think so. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, I kind of agree because it's kind of hard to always keep improving your own standards to the point to which you can't even keep up with yourself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure, and I mean, it's it's mostly because you know, uh, I mean, it doesn't. Well, I, I was gonna say it's because the story's been wrapped up in four, but I mean, you could still, uh, there's still stuff you could do. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Um, I'm not sure if if in, in, at least story wise, um, in terms of like combat, you, you know, yeah, they could, um, like I already said, they could use some of the unused stuff from, uh from their initial build, like the destruction mechanics, they could somehow implement that. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, I really didn't, I'm not sure, other, other than just them kind of bringing over some of the stuff they didn't use for the first game. Um, I'm not really sure what they could do in terms of, like, a plot, in terms of continuing the plot, um, or anything like that. So... Yeah, I don't know, unless somebody else has, has any ideas of what they could do for, like, a sequel. Well, what they can't do, really, is expand upon Raiden's, um, last, last ideals, because he kind of went, um, on his own to take down other, in, uh, like, NPCs, what's it called? Um, there's other military companies, so they could expand upon that and have him, like, him versus the world, basically. Yeah. It's not impossible because they did it for America Solid for so many years. So, I mean, oh, sorry, I need myself past it. So, um, yeah, it's not impossible for them to actually, you know, uh, suppress their um, expectations with the next game. So, yeah, there's quite a few they could do it right, though. But as long as they don't like go overboard, like make like six games. So, oh, oh, yeah. oh, well, I mean, this is Konami we're talking about, though. So. Well, no, this is a new Konami. They're not going yeah, to I mean, do this. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be Pachinko. That's another machine, factor but... can to uh, consider. Uh, we're talking about new Konami without uh, Hideo Kojima, so I don't know what they would do. Uh, I'm almost afraid of what they would do if they were to make another Rising. It'd be another zombie game, probably. Most yeah. likely. <laughs> That plays like ass and has loot boxes. Nano machine, son, they revive you from the dead. For two ninety nine a piece. Yeah, it would turn into <laughs> EA to where everything, to like a second life, costs a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> new, uh, new, Zen, new Zendatsu mode or something. You have to pay for it. You want nano paste? That'll be five ninety nine. Either that, or you have to grind for hours. All right, well, I think we've uh, mostly answered that. Um, I'll do the last one if, if we're done with the number 15. Oh, yeah, uh, we're done. Okay, so number yeah, 16. Uh, to close out this podcast, how did you feel when you finally beat MGR and what uh, and what defined the experience for you personally to say it's good or, or it's a good or bad game? Well, uh, when oh. I... Go ahead, sorry. You, you can go. All right. Uh, Tuna is riding through a Metal Gear Ray up in the air and cut in half. <laughs> that made me happy. That pretty much determined it for me, at least. Renegade says the memes, Jack. <laughs> what I what I say is I'm glad Raiden got more backstory. That's yeah. personally what I like about this game. Yeah. Um. 
I like that Raiden, Raiden got more backstory. I like that he got more character. Um, I like that it's just a basically it's just its own thing. You really don't have to play the other games in order to play it. Um, I I just uh, when I when I finally beat it, I definitely felt a sense of uh, satisfaction because I thought the game was just like I said before. Uh, it's just the right amount of challenging and the final and you know fighting armstrong it uh if you don't know what you're doing sometimes it can be pretty hard so uh yeah i definitely felt satisfied when i finally beat the game uh i thought it was probably one of the the probably one of the best well maybe not the best games i've played but one of the better games i've played recently um so i i, I really was um satisfied overall with the game uh but it's just one of those games where like we were talking about a sequel earlier i don't I don't know how a sequel would work, um, and especially considering what's been going on behind the scenes at Konami and all the everything with Kojima, I don't know if uh, we'd ever really get a proper sequel. So I don't know. I mean, I think the game is great as it is. I think uh, if anything, maybe you know we get like a next gen port of it to next gen consoles or something like that. That'd be fine. Um, I'd like to see that. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I think it's a great game. I. I think it's uh it's just it's a really fun game. It's fun but challenging and um it has a lot of really unique me uh, mechanics especially Zendatsu and I think that's probably one of the most memorable parts of the game and it also has one of the best soundtracks I think uh that I've ever heard in the game. So um yeah, I th I think it's uh, uh I it's it's great. So uh, that's how I felt when I beat the game. I thought it was a really memorable experience. Uh, but I would say, yeah, I mean, judging obviously by all that I've said, I would say it's a good game. I agree with that. Good game. Oh, it, oh yeah, it's a freaking great game. When, when you see those end credits, it's just like, yeah, I slashed all those robots. I think the game really excels in making you feel like just a badass ninja. There's not really any other game. I mean... At least that I've Genji. played it really. Overwatch. Except maybe like Ninja Gaiden. Right, makes better. you feel like a badass ninja. Raiden better than Genji confirmed? <laughs> uh, Genji skin uh, confirmed for Raiden? Oh my god. Konami probably would sell out that hard. <laughs> Let's be honest. Shush. That's. <laughs> I would not put it past them. Um, yeah. Probably, Does anybody else have any like opinions or just anything to say about that last question? Uh, we hate Konami, but freaking buy the game, damn it. <laughs> just go buy the... What are you doing? Just go buy the freaking... Go! Yeah, why are you listening to us? Just go and leave. Just uh, end the video right now. Just go out and buy the game. The game's probably dirt cheap on Steam. Pretty much. So right now. Everything's dirt cheap right on Steam. That's why people waste so much money on it. That's why I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> We're all broke in poverty. Though. Broke bitch. Okay. Um, well I guess we'll uh we'll do the outros. Um uh, <laughs> all right. I guess I'll start with uh Hayabusa. Where can we find you, man? Uh that's just plug your social media shit. Uh you can find me on Twitter at Iron Hayabusa where you will continuously see my friends accuse me of wearing dresses or being a fox. You're trap. People are really gonna <laughs> question that first part of what you said. Probably so. They're gonna call you a trap. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so. That's okay. 
Uh, next we have Ebullion Evan. Can some, okay, I for the video and editing, time. can you please post a video of someone pronouncing <laughs> it? Ebullion. Please. <laughs> so you can understand how to properly pronounce it, <laughs> you uncultured swine. <laughs> I've had people call me a violent and I, yeah, I cringe so hard. I, I hate it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go kill myself. Before I do, subscribe to my channel on YouTube. That's it. <laughs> okay. I guess he left. Uh, I guess he went to go hide out. He went to go hide out at Taco Bell. So. I guess. Why he's gonna Taco angry Jose. He lives he's gonna meet, uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> he's gonna meet Piss Pablo there. Yeah, he uh, he yeah. hangs out with angry Jose. They're gonna destroy the bathrooms or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so next up we have uh, Inferno, if you wanna plug it. Here you got it. I'll plug it in right here. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at InfernoDragon3D and the YouTube and Twitch at InfernoDragon343. Now go buy the game! Yeah, we're just going to spend the rest of the, of the stream shilling. Yeah. Alright, so... <laughs> uh, Renegade. Or, well, no, actually, fuck. Brandon. I'm just go down the line here. Uh, Brandon, you want to plug your shit? Oh, I'm Brandon, and you can find me on Twitter at Power <laughs> or... <laughs> can find him. Uh, All right. Find him in Wakanda. Yeah. I heard that faggot. Shut up. <laughs> we was Kangs. We Kangs. Um. All right. So next up, we got a uh, renegade who's been sitting mute this entire time like a faggot. Uh. Yes, I've been listening to you. Been listening to your voice. Uh. And you have been choking on eighty thousand Metal Gear cocks. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Arcane Magic Five One Four. You can find me on XTube <laughs> at Indian Pornhub Technology. And uh, I will be, I will be coming to your colonist land to soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will be the foreigner cyborg dick in this equation. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. <laughs> Jesus oh, fuck. <clears throat> All right. Well, last but not least, uh, we have myself. I'm I was the host of this uh, fucking disaster. Um, my name is uh, Captain <laughs> Chaos. Uh, you can find me uh, at uh, infowars.com. Just kidding. Um, you can find me on uh, YouTube and Twitter at Captain Chaos. Same name. Uh, I regularly post let's plays, reviews, um, unboxings, shit like that. So if you uh, if you're into that, then uh, definitely check me out, and uh, I check me out here on the Infinite Syndicate. Um, so I think that's uh, about gonna wrap it up. Um, that's what she said. Okay, so <laughs> get out. Um, renegade says this was an interesting discussion. I, I liked it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed myself. So I th I thought it was a interesting topic. So you enjoyed yourself, huh? Thoroughly. Um, but yeah, I hope, guys, I hope you guys. I hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we'll probably have uh, either another discussion or the main podcast up soon. So look forward to that. And until next time, we will see you all later. <laughs>